Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Don't Be So Dramatic. My name is Rachel and this is the podcast where I talk to different people in the entertainment industry to discover what their job involves and how they got there. I'm back. I'm back guys. I know it's been a hot second. Um, I took a bit of a break because I can. (laughs) I know I, I mentioned quite a bit on this podcast. I think it's really important to take breaks in your career. And so that's what I did because I felt like I needed to. I have a big tendency to take on a lot of things all at once. And so I tend to burn myself out, but I'm getting a lot better at uh, listening to my body and listening to my mind and knowing when to take breaks. So, and just on that, I think a lot of creatives kind of get a little bit scared about taking breaks in their career, whether that be a month, a year, two years. I think we all kind of get scared that we're going to move backwards in our career if we take a break, which is just not the case. I feel like that's a, a false belief that we kind of have all held and been told in the past. Um, and I just think it's untrue. So Anyways, that's not what this podcast episode is about. We can do a whole nother episode on that. But I wanted to, there's this thing that I have been pondering on recently um, in my time away. And it is this idea of hope versus belief in your creative career. Now, I want to start off by asking, do you believe that you can have the creative career or the career in the creative industry that you desire. Now, I ask that because I think a lot of us will initially say yes. However, <laughs> do you truly, truly, truly believe without a doubt through anything, no matter what age it's going to come to fruition, that eventually you are absolutely going to have the creative career that you want. Now, it's completely okay to say no to this question. The reason I want to talk about this topic is because I've been both. I have hoped for the career that I wanted and given my power away to others because I needed that validation to say, oh, yeah, you you could do that. And then in the last maybe two years, maybe less, I've been really trying to work on the idea of truly believing no matter what, that I can have the career that I want because I believe it's possible. Now, why I think it's important to uh, discern between these two ideas within yourself is because when we're sitting in this idea of hoping, We're hoping that maybe one day we will book that role, we will direct that film, we will do whatever it is you're aiming to do in this industry. We're just hoping that all the dreams that we have might come true. We're just hoping that we have that lucky break, in inverted commas, that... um, that will skyrocket us to a career and we'll be like, oh my God, how did this happen? I'm so lucky. It was luck, you know. 
if we're sitting in those ideas constantly, we're always giving our power away as creatives. We're always hoping that someone else will give us the opportunity that we want. We're hoping that someone will say that one thing that will validate our dreams. They'll say, oh my God, yeah, you like your acting skills are amazing. You could definitely be the next Margot Robbie or, you know, oh my God, like your look is just so Hollywood. You should definitely go over. You're definitely going to succeed over there. The idea that we kind of subconsciously need those things said to us in order to take a breath (laughs) and to be like, oh, thank God someone else thinks it because I've been hoping it. It's giving away our power. And it also means that you wake up every day looking to everyone else in order to be happy. On a very basic level, it kind of comes down to happiness as well. And, you know, this idea, it just creates a lot of anxiety because you're constantly just sitting in this idea of the unknown, the idea that, oh my God, I wake up every day and I'm just like hoping, hoping to God, hoping to the universe that something is going to happen sometime soon. Otherwise, you know, I guess all of my dreams and all of this hoping is for nothing. And it's not a very nice way to live, to be honest. I've been there. Um, Now, I want to kind of specify as well, I don't think you're ever going to get to a place where you're like, um, I've worked and I've worked and I've worked. And now, Rachel, I believe, I believe that I can have the career. So I'm done. You know, I think it's always a journey. Everything in this life is a journey. Everything in this career is a journey. (laughs) Um, So it's okay that some days you wake up and you're like, today, I just don't feel like I believe it, but if your if your ultimate goal is to believe in yourself and believe in your dreams then that's okay it's okay to wake up some days and and not have the mindset that is the most helpful for your career it's totally okay as long as your goal is to eventually get back to that mindset great no problem now the difference between hoping and believing when you sit in this idea of belief You believe that you can have the career that you desire. You believe that you're going to get there. You don't know, you don't need to know the how, but you believe that it's going to happen because you are doing the work and all things aside, all of those limiting beliefs aside that say, you know, oh, there are so many actors in the world. There's so many creatives in the world. How am I going to be the 1% that is working? That all aside, if you can wake up and say, I I believe that the reason I desire this career is because it is meant for me. That's going to completely relax you, one. And it's also going to mean that subconsciously you are giving off the energy to other creatives when you walk into that audition, when you walk into that meeting with some important people. You're going to communicate subconsciously to them, hey, I don't need you to tell me anything that is going to validate me because I've already validated myself. I'm okay. I'm good. Let's work together. Let's make something amazing. It's not going to be this energy of like, was that a good take? Oh my God, I'm so nervous. I feel like, do you think I'm right for the role? I don't know. I'm just trying to do my best. That that mentality is ick. I 
I know that a lot of casting directors, if you see that time and time again, like how many times, 15 times a day, if you're getting those people in that are just looking for you to validate them, you don't want to work with people like that because it is exhausting. It is exhausting to constantly validate people. Casting directors, directors, producers want to work with someone who can stand on their own, do their job and leave for the day. And the way that you can do that is you don't need anyone else to tell you that you are deserving of this career or this role. You just know because you're like, yeah, it's meant for me. I believe that I can have it. That's going to create like such an amazing person to work with. So I think the one thing that scares people and makes them fearful of doing this work in order to get to a place of actually believing in themselves truly and deeply is that we think, oh, but there are so many ego-driven and egotistical people in our industry. I don't want to be one of them. Now, the difference between believing in yourself and having an ego and a big ego at that is that people who have an ego, and you'll notice this, they constantly tell you what their dream is and what they're meant for. They'll they'll constantly say, no matter what setting, oh, I'm I'm gonna be a famous actor. Like I'm gonna be the next I'm gonna be the next Leonardo DiCaprio or I'm gonna be the next Margot Robbie. I just know it because, you know, that that that's me. And you go, oh, that's and that's fine if that's your dream but when it's coming from ego comes from a place of fear ego comes from a place of if I tell you I'm going to be the next Margot Robbie I'm listening for you to say oh cool yeah yeah that's a really cool dream and then I go oh thank god thank god that they think that I can do it And that can happen on a subconscious level. That doesn't consciously have to happen. I think sometimes people with egos uh, aren't really conscious that that is happening, that it's coming from like a fear-based thing, I guess. So, and people with egos, you know, when they do walk into a meeting or something and they do have that confidence that we're all like, oh my God, how can they be so confident? That is also coming from a place of fear. The reason that they're putting on these airs, they're putting on this um, confident character is because they don't believe that they're that confident person. They don't believe truly. They don't believe that they are good enough. And now consciously they might be like, I'm the best thing since sliced bread. I'm the best thing that has happened to this industry. But that's because they've put all these walls in place in order that they don't fall back into their fear because their fear is so great that they're just going to lose it all. So I think that's, that's kind of the difference between the ego and actually kind of believing in yourself. I think when you do truly believe that um, your career will happen for you. You don't, there's no need to constantly be telling people about it. Like talk about it because we all love our careers. We all love talking about industry stuff, but there's no need to kind of voice the fact of like, I'm going to be in a blockbuster film all the time, you know? So now you might be thinking at this point, okay, Rachel, I've realized I don't truly, truly believe that I can have the career that I want. What do I do? Now I'm going to share the things that have helped me to improve my mindset around my career. This is not a hundred percent 
the right way to do it. It's just how me as a person (laughs) did it and the things that helped me. So I think obviously the first thing that really helped me was to label my limiting beliefs from this industry. Now you can have picked these limiting beliefs up from anywhere, any small or large experience. You might've had teachers in the past that told you you weren't good enough. You might've had a casting director who didn't say anything to you after your audition. And this has created limiting beliefs of I'm not good enough. I'm not talented enough. I can't have the things that I want because I'm not a great actor. I'm not a great director. I'm not a great costume designer, whatever you are. I think it's important to write these beliefs down to face them. And it's not an easy thing. Trust me. I think, you know, if you do this exercise and you're like, I'm struggling with this, that is so fine. It's, it is hard. It's really hard because it's emotional. Um, all of these limiting beliefs are attached to fear and to emotions. So yeah, that's one thing that really helped me was to really kind of hone in on what exactly were my limiting beliefs about myself? What exactly did I believe that was just not true? I think when you realize that these things that have been said or not said to you are actually about the person saying them and not about you, then that kind of takes the pressure off a little bit and you go, okay, well, it's okay to squash them. It's okay that that person didn't believe that I was good enough because you know what? Maybe at that point I was still learning and they weren't willing to teach me. And so now I'm doing the work. Or it could be that that person had a lot of limiting beliefs about themselves, that they were coming from a place of fear and a place of ego and they were unconsciously passing it on to you. You just never know. Back in uni, I was told, Rachel, you're just not a good enough actor. And mind you, back then I probably wasn't. But they just weren't willing to help me to become the actor that I wanted to be. And now I found some amazing coaches that are willing to help me. And so, you know, it's important to, you know, know that you don't have to be birthed from the womb as the best actor you're ever going to be. It's totally fine to work on your craft and to get there eventually. Um, I think the second thing that has really helped me is to truly, and this comes with age as well, maturity as well, because, you know, I've truly kind of attempted to know who I am and what I bring to the table. To look at myself in the mirror and say, Rachel, you are worthy. Rachel, you are enough. Rachel, you are funny and you have good comedic timing. And you know what? You are a good actor. To truly kind of know the things that I bring to the table as an individual And to be able to say that back to myself, that's kind of like an affirmations thing, um, which I find really helpful. I think affirming yourself and being like, hey, you, you in the mirror, you are good enough. That is so important because I think so rarely people do that in life and they go through their life not truly believing that, that they're good enough. And that's really sad. So Yeah, doing the affirmations, working out what you bring to the table and being willing to just learn as you go, being willing to know that this is all a journey and you're not going to reach a place of like, I'm now the best creative that I can be. And so now everything is going to come to me. 
You never know when it's all going to come to you. So, and that's exciting. You don't need to know. You just need to know that it will. So, yeah, I hope that some of you might have found this topic helpful. I think it's important to talk about mindset in the creative industry and the beliefs that we should hold as opposed to the beliefs that we do. Um, Yeah, so that's the episode. Um, We'll be back soon with some amazing interviews with people. Again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for all the support that you constantly give me. It is just honestly amazing. I love you all so much and I hope you have a great weekend and I shall talk to you soon.